Hello and welcome back to the True Blue Sporting Podcast and a preview of the week to be in Australian sport. We'll have a look at the NRL, the AFL, the Formula One Australian Grand Prix, the first time the F1 has been back in Australia since the pandemic has started, as well as our very own Alexander Volkanovsky and his title defence at UFC 276. The NRL kicks off this weekend with a contest between the Newcastle Knights and the Manly Seagulls at McDonald Jones Stadium. A very exciting contest and one which I think there might be a little upset in. Well, if you look at the markets, it's not an upset. But if you were to tell me in round five that Newcastle, I'd be going Newcastle over the Manly Seagulls, I'd be definitely thinking it's an upset. Obviously, we're looking at Manly. They are turboless for the next month. Um, and that's going to be a real test for them. It's going to show um, how good they actually are this season because I think mainly they have not impressed me in season 2022. Yes, they're 2-2. Two and two. Yes, they've got some victories under their belt, but they haven't been impressive and they haven't played the footy which they played last year, which saw them make the top four. So my, my thoughts around them being a top four side this year is that they're not. They aren't a top four side this year. I think they've gone backwards and I think teams are starting to work out how to play and defeat the Seagulls. Uh, with Newcastle, I've been really impressed with them to start the season. The last two weeks, they have been disappointed, but they started the season off so well. Um, I think without Turbo tonight, uh, tonight being Thursday, is Ponga's game. Ponga, there's been a lot of talk about him in recent months, whether he will go to Redcliffe. Rumour is that he's going to commit to Newcastle and, and move forward with them. So this is where he goes big and really just stamps his authority on this football side because Ponga hasn't been playing exceptional football this year, but his team has been getting over the line. And this is the biggest question mark with Newcastle. If you were to say that Newcastle would be 2-0 and they'd put the performance they did against the Roosters um, in round one and Ponga wouldn't be the best player in the f park, it would be laughed at. Um, but they're playing a really great team um, style of football. Yes, they got beat 18-0 on the weekend by Cronulla, a side who I think will feature at the pointy end of the competition. Their defense was really solid. It was 8-0 for a long period of time in that game, and they kicked away um, as the game went on. I think it's all about the engine room for me, and the engine room of Newcastle is bigger, it's more powerful, and more reliable than that of Manly. It's going to be a wet game. It's been raining all week in Sydney and Newcastle. So there's going to be a lot of tight contests this week. And it's going to be the test of the forward packs. I think the Newcastle forward pack is going to hold their nerve for a bit longer. And we'll see the likes of Kurt Mann really come into this game. Um, because of his speed uh, coming back against the grain. When it's in the wet, you look to change direction and change angles. And I think that... Without Turbo, they're going to struggle. Um, Garrick's at fullback. Obviously, Turbo's one of the best fullbacks in the game, if not the best, and arguably is so. Taking him out, replacing him with Garrick, they're not going to have the same po um, potency in attack, which they do have when he's there. So I'm going to go for Newcastle to get the job done at home. I think uh, a couple disappointing games in a row and disappointing losses for them. But they'll look to bounce back and make a statement against Manly. Because Manly, they've still got some very good sides, uh, very good players in their football side. The fact that it's wet, and um, we all know how important kicking games are in the wet. Look for Daly Cherry Evans. Daly Cherry Evans has one of the best boots in the game. And he's one of the best um, exponents of the 40-20 
and his end of 2040, which he kicked on the weekend. His early kicking game is up there with the best in the competition, if not the best. So look for him to really stamp his authority on this game. And he'll have to stamp his authority with Tom Trebojevic out of this matchup. But in saying that, I'm going to have to lean towards Newcastle. I think they're going to get their season back on track after a couple of losses. But um, Newcastle to get the job done over Manly at home. Um the Warriors versus the Cowboys. Isn't this an interesting contest? Both sides. Um, I would say that the Cowboys, they've been not overly impressive to start the season. Yes, they've got a couple of good wins, but they be did beat um, Brisbane. Um, they beat the Raiders, and then you know they lost to the Bulldogs and, and were absolutely annihilated by the Roosters. So it's been a very mediocre, mediocre start for them, as well as... It has been for the Warriors that both sides sit at two and two, um, but it's a great opportunity for both of these sides. I think uh, whichever side comes out with the victory will see themselves um, cement their spot in the top eight. Yes, it's early on in the season, but it's great to be in the top eight and to um, you know get some wins and get off to a positive record because both of these sides will have been predicted to spend some time at the bottom of the ladder. Obviously, I had the Cowboys as my wooden spoon prediction. So if they can get some wins early on in the season, then, you know, pressure gets put off them. We look at other clubs, you know, the Tigers, they're yet to have a win. They, there's a lot of pressure on them. And many people were saying the Cowboys and the Tigers would be slogging it out down the bottom. But the Cowboys, they've got a few victories now, so there's not as much pressure as there was at the start of the season. If one of these sides can go positive, um, which one of the one of them will, you know, they can take a lot of confidence from that. And when you're a bottom um, four side in previous seasons and you're looking to make your way up the ladder, starting the season off so uh, well is so crucial and important, just because it gives you that confidence um, moving forward. It's one of these matches which I can't split. I really don't know. Me and the Warriors, we don't have a good relationship. Whenever I tip them, they win. Uh, they lose. Whenever I don't, they win. Um, the inconsistency is my biggest problem with them. I think the fact that it is at Redcliffe will be the thing that's leaning to um, leaning me towards them. That's obviously their home base at the minute. But with the Cowboys, the likes of the Hammer and Valentine Holmes can really take the game away from the Warriors very early on. Um, so I'm going to go the Warriors in a, in a contest, which is going to be extremely tight. And um, I won't be surprised if we see extra time in this contest. I've just got a feeling that um, with both of these sides coming up against each other, they will, um, yeah, it'll be a tight contest. And um, they may need an extra 10 minutes to um, split themselves and, and find a winner. So um, I'm going to go the Warriors in a tight one and and. Maybe it ends up in extra time. If we look ahead to the 7.55 kickoff on Friday night, it's the Brisbane Broncos at home against the Sydney Roosters. A matchup which I'm expecting um, to be very one-sided. The Sydney Roosters, uh, they return to form against the Cowboys after, look, a disappointing start to the season by their standards. And Brisbane, well, they started the season off well, but it looks to be... Um, a bit of um, similarities to the past couple of seasons. They've just performances in round three and round four just haven't been up to scratch and haven't been to the standard which they need to be if they want to be climbing their way out to of the bottom of the ladder. Um, with this, I can only see it going one way again. There's a lot of outs for 
the Brisbane Broncos. Carrigan's out, Flegler's out, and the big one, Payne Haas and Albert Kelly. A little off-field incident during the week. Videos have emerged, gone to the integrity unit of um, of a fight between the two of them. Um, and, you know, when Brisbane, they're trying so hard to work their way out of it. And they brought Adam Reynolds there to change the culture of the club. And then four weeks into a new season and something like this happens, it just doesn't... It, it It's only negative for the football club. There's no benefit that comes out of it, especially for Payne Haas. Like, he's a leader of that club. He's looking for a contract extension. And for an incident to, like this to emerge, clubs will start to think... Is he the man to um, get a big dollar contract and lead us forward? I'm just not quite sure. Billy Walters comes into the sixth position to partner Adam Reynolds. I think this is the correct combination, which they should be going for moving forward with Walters and Reynolds. Um, I thought Walters has impressed um, in the start of the season and was a bit unlucky to not get the start in the sixth jersey. And Kirk Catewell also returned. So a few ins for the... Um, for the Broncos, but I think they'll struggle against the Roosters side who are slowly starting to work and, and get to um, where they're aiming to go in season 2022. So a big win for the Roosters expected on Friday night. Uh, three o'clock on Saturday, it is the Canberra Raiders up against the Melbourne Storm. And look, Canberra, been extremely inconsistent to start the season in the Melbourne. Well, they've been Melbourne and have really impressed. Um, again, I can only see this going one way and it being a Melbourne victory. It's like a few, it, it's got that feeling this round is that the favourites are going to get up and get up well. Um, and I think this is going to be no different. Melbourne, um, a very, very impressive win last um, last out against the Bulldogs. And they're just slowly building. These teams at the start of the season, their combinations, the thing with Melbourne is that they are just so certain in the way they want to play and everyone knows their role. And that is what um, sees them be so successful year in, year out. I'm loving the halves, combi- uh, not the halves combination. I'm loving the combination of, of their spine players and their key players with the likes of Grant, Munster, Pappenhausen, Hughes, Smith on the bench adds so much value to that football side. Um, and it's so exciting to watch. They're playing a different brand of football that they were playing with Smith, Cronk and Slater. And it's so exciting to see. They're moving the ball. They're letting the ball sing and let it talk. Um, because they've got the players to do that and they're capable of doing so. Um, so I think Melbourne get up here and get up well. With Canberra, I want to see a fight. I want to see fight from Canberra. If they go down, um, go down swinging because their performances this year have just been so inconsistent. But So we need to see some consistency um, in their performances to give their fans hope moving forward in season 2022. And I say giving hope as if it's almost gone, but it's round five, so... They need to start getting their consistency before it's too late. And they gain that title, which they have gained um, in previous seasons of losing tight games, losing games when it matters. Um, and they were only able to get rid of that tag for only one um, season. And that was the one which saw them make the grand final. So they really need to um, put some wins together and put some performances together if they don't result in victories. Saturday, 5.30pm at Acor Stadium. It's the South Sydney Rabbitohs up against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. South Sydney, although they haven't had the results um, to show for it, I don't think they have been overly bad this season. I think they're just a team who we need to give a bit of time and we're only expecting so much because of where they have been. And if it was a different club um, with a rookie halfback, we wouldn't 
be putting so much pressure on them to perform right out of the gate. We need to acknowledge the difficult start which they had had. They played Penrith, they've played um, the Roosters, they've played Melbourne, so they've played three of the three of the big hitters in this competition, and they've been decently. Um, they played decently well, and they've been competitive in those games at certain periods of time. Um, I think Latrell Mitchell, he's slowly getting towards his best. Cody Walker, disappointing start to the season. It, uh, and I, I think Cook um, has had a good start to the season as well. Um, and especially that game where they played the Roosters. I thought Kick, Cook was one of the best players on the park. Their, their captain, Cameron Murray, is doing everything physically possible that he can to take this side forward. But it's time for some other forwards to go with him. The likes of Arrow, Kulamatangi. Um, they really need to go with him um, and take this side forward. And this is a great opportunity for the uh, for the Rabbitohs up against the Dragons, a side who many um, are starting to put question marks on. Very interesting selections in their side um, this week once again. Embi remains at fullback. Bird remains at 5'8". It, it just doesn't make sense to mind that you, you go and work and commit to, to youth, letting go Dufty, letting go Norman, and you say, that, look, the youth is... Um, the future of this club and where we want to take it, and then four weeks up, um, four weeks in, you give up on that. Um, it just doesn't make sense for mine. Jaden Sewer comes back from his suspension, um, which is a good in for them, um, and he's coming up against his former side. So look forward to um, watching him get stuck in, rip and tear against his his team, his former teammates, and his. Um, mates who he played in a grand final with but it, we just need him to rein it in um because he's such a damaging uh footballer he can be the enforcer in a side but on certain occasions he gets it wrong and then that has um led to him developing a tag um which i think although the officials come out and say we don't look at particular players um i think it's only natural that um once a player does certain offenses once or twice um, in a row that referees will look at them and scrutinise them more than others. Um, in this contest, Rabbitohs, they win, and um, I think they win well. Um, and they just remind the competition that they're there and um, they need to be counted um, moving forward. We move to the last game on Saturday, and it's our first rematch of the season, and it's only round five. It's the Gold Coast Titans up against the Parramatta Eels. Two contrasting teams, um, especially with how they went in the previous round. The Titans, they were in an absolute um, dour affair on the Thursday night. And the Parramatta Eels, they put in a fantastic performance on um, against the St. George Illawarra Dragons on Sunday night. Um, with this contest, I really like Parramatta. I think they've been playing some great football, especially their halves and Brown and, and Moses. Um, and their engine room has been absolutely fantastic and the key to their side for the past couple of seasons. I really enjoyed the, the power game that they've been playing because what they do is it's really interesting. Uh, Eagle Campbell, Gillard, Paulo, Madison, Papali'i, Lane to a certain extent, Nathan Brown, they all lay a platform and they put their bodies on the line. They have no preservation for their own body. They cart the ball into a defensive line so hard, and it's like they don't care for their body. They just absolutely um, go They go straight into the line, and um, it allows the likes of Moses, Gufferson, and Brown to play on the up and play on the front foot, and it's only so beneficial for their football side. 
which then frees the game up in in the latter stages and and that's when the expansive play comes and they they've got the players to um, play that style uh, wear the opposition down but then have the flair because the likes of Paulo Paulo's a fantastic ball player on his own um, so it's a real test for the Gold Coast Titans they pushed them in round one they led at half time but they were reined in um, in that second half. And they'll be looking to make amends for that performance on Thursday night. They'll acknowledge that they were very disappointing against the Tigers and that they need um, a good performance because they're slowly drifting out of um, drifting from the uh, other sides who they're going to be competing for um, with for that last couple of spots in the top eight. So they really need to um, put out a good performance here. But I'm going to go with Parramatta. I really like how they're playing at the moment. Um, they're playing some fantastic football and um, Parramatta get the job done here. Uh, but the Gold Coast Titans will bounce back and they'll we'll see a better performance from them than we did last week. And on Sunday afternoon, it is the Cronulla Sharks up against the West Tigers. Cronulla, they're strongly um, pushing their case to be counted as a top four side in season 2022. A lot of pundits now saying they have the potential to compete for that top four. And I um, completely agree. They're playing some fantastic football at the minute. Nico Hines, he's just um, controlling that side so well and doing it the way he wants. He hasn't conformed to what a half is uh, what is expected of a halfback. He plays his own way, um, and that's what I really like. His halves partner, Matt Moylan, he's had a resurgence um, in season 2022. Uh, he's looked to be fit, staying on the park, and it's so good to see him because we know the potential which he has had, but injuries has been the only thing which has been pulling him back. Um, Talakai, he had a great performance last weekend as well, but how will he go now having to back that up and deliver once again? It's a great to have a good performance, but now there's the expectation that he'll need to deliver, but I'm sure that he will. Um, their forward pack has been extremely well. Their hooker in Blake Braley, um, he's just the nice, calm, and composed head in that spine because he allows his service allows Moylan and Hines to get out and play um, what they see because they, they trust in what they're going to get from him. On the other side of the football, the Tigers, they need a win, and they need it now. Um, they're 0-4, the only team in the competition to not have a victory. And it's starting to get very, very desperate for the West Tigers. Where the win's going to come from, I just don't know. I don't see them getting the job done against Cronulla, um, although I don't think it'll be a, a, a smacking um, like a a lot of people are predicting. A lot of people are predicting this game to blow out to 13 plus. But I think what the Tigers do, and they what they do well to a certain extent, is they bring teams down with them. I think when they play the Tigers, they one thing about the Tigers this year, besides from that game against Newcastle, their defense has been good. They've been solid defensively, but it's been with the ball where they've had errors in judgment and skill errors. Um, and that's what's costed them. They should be two and two. Realistically, the Tigers should be sitting here, coming into this contest being two wins from uh, from four games. They should have beat the Warriors and they should have hung on to beat the Titans. Now, if we're coming into this game and they're two and two, look, we're not as critical uh, as, as we have been on the Tigers because they're um, where majority of the competition um, are. But now that they're on foot, they've missed opportunities to get important wins and bank those wins in early. Now that a game like this becomes so, so desperate for the Tigers, not just for this season, but 
for the future of this organization because if they if they start to continue down this spiral and this pattern which they're going in which is a very very bad one pressure's pressure's already piling on their head coach pressure's already there on their halfback it's just going to spiral out of control and this season will turn very similarly into the one where Jason Taylor was sacked early on Ivan Cleary came on board and we saw a mass exodus from the club and those players leaving being Tedesco, who went on to win a couple premierships, Moses, who's one of the premier halfbacks in the game, and Aaron Woods, an Australian-caliber player at the time. So it has the potential to really spiral out of control um, if they're not able to get a win. For the Tigers, they need to win. They need a win just however it can come. Being a Tigers fan, I hope it happens, and we, we really need it, but... It's Cronulla, they're just playing fantastic football. I just can't see it happening. I see Cronulla winning this one, and I see them, um, you know, establishing themselves as a very, very good size in season 2022, or continuing, I should say, to establish themselves, because they're playing some fantastic football um, at the minute, especially with it being at home. I think that's another tough test. Um, You know, that's another... um, the thing which is leaning towards them, but I don't think it would matter where these guys play. I think the result will be the same. But, you know, I think the effort for the Tigers is there. I just don't think they have the skill um, to compete with a side like Cronulla. To round out the round, it is the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs up against the Penrith Panthers. And this is going one way and one way only. It is going to be a Penrith masterclass, in my opinion. I just, very similarly to the Tigers... The Bulldogs, they're nothing special. And I think there should be a bit of pressure around this side. They, they've signed players like Adokar, Dufty, Vaughan, uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. They had a greater recruitment drive than the Tigers in the offseason, and it hasn't worked so far. But there's no talk about that. I, f- I feel like the regular league media, they have their narrative, they have the coach that they're going to sa- which is going to be sacked first, and that's Michael Maguire. But with the Bulldogs, they've been extremely disappointing. Yes, they got the win against the Cowboys, but it was by a centimetre. These guys ha- could be 0-4, but we don't talk about it because what what I want to know is why that's not getting spoken about. They should be spoken about as a team under pressure, but they're not being spoken about like that. And, and they're on to their third halves combination um, already. Flanagan, geez, it's tough on Kyle Flanagan. The, the treatment that Kyle Flanagan has had, not only at the Bulldogs, but in his NRL career overall, um, has been horrible. He, he was moved on from the Roosters after making a semi-final um, and coming into a side which have, were back-to-back premiers, so you can't do any better than that. They get moved on. Apparently, he didn't get along with the players at um, the Roosters. There's nothing you can do about that. Okay, he gets moved on. Fair enough. The Bulldogs sign him on three on a three-year deal on very decent money and say, you're the man moving forward. He doesn't play half for majority of the season last year. He's spending a lot of time in reserve grade. And he was touted as their quote-unquote saviour, the man to move the Bulldogs forward, to, to partner um, Matt Burton. But, you know, they signed Flanagan... They sign Burton. Okay, that's your halves combination you're going to go with. No, no, no. We're going to go with Jack Aver- Jake Averillo to start the season. Actually, no, that didn't work after two weeks. We're going to go with Brandon Wakem. Oh, Brandon, he he, he got defeated. He got, a, uh, he got absolutely demolished. We're going to go with Kyle Flanagan against the defending premiers. 
I think Trent Barriott is setting his halves up to fail and he needs to be consistent and stick solid. That's the thing the Tigers are doing. They're sticking solid to the side they've got and letting them work it out. The Bulldogs, they're not letting their side work it out. They're trying to look for quick fixes as if they're a top eight or top four side. They're a side down the bottom of the ladder that just needs to work and slowly build to the top four. They've got quality players there and they've got quality players coming in but it's not going to be fixed overnight. And what they're doing currently is trying to fix it right away. The Penrith Panthers, they're just going from strength to strength in season 2022. What haven't, hasn't been said about the Panthers and how good they are going? Um, Isaiah Yo, he's the best player in the competition at the moment. 12 Dalian points from 12 possible points. Um, Cleary came back last week and was very solid in his return and that combination of um Tago and and his left edge um is really really strengthening um so look look for a very very big performance here from Penrith they'll absolutely stamp their authority in this contest but I really want the Bulldogs to stand up to challenge them and to show some fight and some effort um Otherwise, I think there needs to be alarm bells rung there very, very soon. Um, but on the NRL, it is the NRLW Grand Final on Sunday, and it would be remiss of me not to mention that game and, and speak on my thoughts. It's the St. George Illawarra Dragons up against the Sydney Roosters. Now, the Dragons, they defeated the Titans to get into this contest, and the Roosters, well, they were down 16-0 early on against the three-time defending Premier Brisbane Broncos, and they fought and found their way to a grand final. So a new Premier and a first-time Premier in the NRLW, which is exactly what this competition needs to expand. I think that was has been the problem with the NRLW. It's just been the same side winning it, and it's just not beneficial for a new establishing uh, brand and a new establishing competition to have the same side winning it. Just, you know, as a fan, you're like, oh, they're going to win it again. I don't have to go into the stadium and watch it. So with this game, geez, it's fantastic, the NRLW. They play some very exciting football. And um, they get the opportunity to play on um, the new uh, Dolphins Stadium. It's a state-of-the-art arena um, there. It's, it's got um, exactly what this uh, fixture deserves. And um, it's going to be a celebration of Women's Rugby League. And I'm going to go with the Sydney Roosters to um, upset the St. George Illawarra Dragons and win the Premiership from fourth spot. Right, moving on, we have the AFL. Now, I'll jump quickly through the AFL as well. Um, Port Adelaide versus Melbourne kicks off the round. Port Adelaide, they desperately need a win at 0-3, but Melbourne, the defending premiers, they have been absolutely fantastic to start the season, and they are going to win this contest for mine on Thursday night and push Port Adelaide to 0-4 whilst also making their way to 4-0. Um, and 0. Uh, Melbourne, they're just strengthening their muscle. And they're very similar to Penrith in the NRL. They're um, so assured of their style, so assured of the way that they play their game um, that, you know, it, it doesn't um, worry them what the opposition throws up at them. On Friday night, the Geelong Cats up against the Brisbane Lions. A really interesting contest. Both sides have been playing um, some very good football to start the season. 
And I'm going to go with the Geelong Cats at home. Um, there's something about Geelong playing in Geelong, which is very hard to beat. And Brisbane, they've got to go to Geelong and try and get the job done. But I don't think um, they'll be able to. I think the experience of Geelong will win this contest. The Sydney Swans up against North Melbourne. North been extremely disappointing at the start of the season. And the Swans, well, they've been... Um, impressive um, despite a little hiccup last week against the Bulldogs so they'll win this contest Collingwood will defeat West Coast West Coast they've been struggling um, this season um, and Collingwood they've been impressive as well Richmond versus the Bulldogs on Saturday night uh, interesting Richmond really need a win um, and the Bulldogs um, they played well last week um, they were quite inaccurate however with their goal kicking um, Richmond, they really need a win desperately, but I think the Bulldogs will get the job done, so I'm going to tip the Bulldogs. Fremantle versus the GWS Giants. I'm going to go with Fremantle to get the job done there. Essendon versus Adelaide. Now, Essendon desperately need a win, and I think they will get the win against the Crows. It's a side which have been struggling in the previous seasons in Adelaide, so I'm going to go with Essendon to get the job done there. Hawthorne versus St Kilda. I'm going to go for Hawthorne to bounce back from their loss last weekend against Carlton, um, against St Kilda. And speaking of Carlton, Carlton will go to 4-0 uh, and after defeating the Gold Coast Suns, in my opinion. Now, it's time for the Australian Grand Prix in Melbourne. The first time since the pandemic we've been... Uh, Australia has had a um, an F1 race, and it's great to, for, the, for it to be back here in Australia. Um, for the F1 fans of Australia, it's great to actually have some uh, race times which suit us and um, won't be having to stay up till... 2 a.m. in the morning to watch it with a 3 p.m. start time on Sunday. Um, if we look at the potential uh, who can fight for the win in this race, you, the obvious ones are Verstappen and Leclerc. They are the two who very early in the season have announced themselves as the the world title favourites, and, and that's who it appears to be the contest um, between in season 2022. Um, but I'm, I think Lewis Hamilton will actually um, put in a very good performance and, and work his way back up the um, the top of the grid. And, um, you know, with great athletes in any sport, they're not, they're not down forever. They usually, um, you know, have moments and then they work their way back up. So I think Lewis Hamilton will have a, a better race than what he has had to start the season. And our our very own Daniel Ricciardo, um, I think any chance of a home um, victory is lost. Um, there's no chance of him uh, claiming victory in the Grand Prix. Um, he said earlier la last week that they're now resigned to the fact that they just need to claim some points. Um, and from where they were last year, McLaren as a... As a as a team, they were pushing for the third for third in the drivers championship, uh, besides behind Red Bull and Mercedes, and now they're um, you know just scrapping for some points. Um, so, I think Ricardo will get some points, uh, being it being his home Grand Prix. Um, but you never know what is going to happen, and that's the thing about F one, is that a little mishap, a little um, a crash can change the context of a race so quickly um, and that's what's exciting about it but if I'm going for a prediction for this race I'm going to go with Leclerc 
to claim victory ahead of um, Verstappen and then um, Lewis Hamilton to claim third on the podium. Moving on to the UFC and our very own Volkanovski, he defends his title against the Korean Zombie. Um, look, it's so good to have uh, an Australian, uh, not a, an Australian fighter at the top of the UFC game. It just um, creates so much excitement around Australia, and he's a very, very good champion, a very, very good fighter. Um, I think he I think he gets the job done. Um, I'm going to go for a victory in round four for um, Volkanovski. I think he'll get the stoppage, um, which he's been talking up. He's been talking about uh, getting a stoppage early on, round two, round three. But, um, but I think round four in title fights is where it's at for a stoppage. Um, being a title fight, his last fight against Ortega, I do believe, was an absolute war. Um so he, he's got the heart, mate. He's an Aussie. He's always got the heart. Um, and in a fight like this, I'm going to back the Aussie in every single day. Um, so Volkanovski to retain his featherweight title um, by way of knockout or TKO in the fourth round. Well, that's all we've got time for on the True Blue Sporting Podcast and the look ahead at what is up in Australian sport over this weekend. Enjoy your sport, support your Aussies in Volkanovski and Ricardo, and then the the AFL and the Rugby League, they always deliver, um, and there are some fantastic contests which are going to be on the weekend. So enjoy your sport, and I'll see you back here on the True Blue Sporting Podcast for the review of the week that was. Um, So cheers, thank you, and um, have a good one.